Okay, Tzoraim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Biyam Darkecha. We're on the bottom of page Shin Nun Hei, subcategory Hei. We're discussing the Mida of Malchus of Shabbos. And therefore, the Tzaddik tells us that Malchus has apparently two sides of the same coin that appear to be opposites. On the one hand, we know there's a concept of the king, Leislei Migarmal Klum. He has nothing of his own. Meaning the king is surrounded with all kinds of wealth, but it's not his. He doesn't really have anything. And his actions are just to reveal other meadows that exist. On the other hand, we know that a king, everything happens through his commands. And that's what Malchus is, to bring the potential to reality. So that's what all kings, there's two sides of the coin. He makes everything happen, although he has nothing of his own. It's vast treasuries, but they don't belong to him. They belong to the country. He just decides how it is used. And that's the Shabbos Kodesh being Malchus. On the one hand, it doesn't have any of its own color. So it's not like all the other holidays that each one reveals a certain mita. Every, every uh, Yontav has something. If it's Ava or not, uh, uh, please mute yourself, Shlomo. And uh, but Shabbos, the whole aspect of Shabbos is 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 to reveal what is the light itself, the essence of Emuna. On the other hand, Shabbos is the root of all the holidays and all of Judaism and all the flow, because once the essential light comes out, which is the root of everything, so the revelation evolves from that into things that we could see, like the holidays, where they're all details and shapes of the, the colors that come out of the prism, how we're able to understand it. Because Shabbos is the essential revelation of Hashem in the world, without any connection to the create creatures who are receiving anything. It's the root of all the holidays, it's the root of all the mitzvahs, which are details of how the creatures can receive the light and connect to it from Hashem. So on the one hand, Shabbos has no light at all. It's just it, no color at all. It just has the pure light, has no shape. But that essential revelation, that's what it is. On the other hand, it's the root for all the light that comes out. That light is, the light on the other side of the prism is not useful in humanity. There's nothing we can do with it. But it enables all the other lights to happen. And therefore on Shabbos, we don't do any work. Even though it is a day of lots of activity, but what we're trying to do is to reveal who is the real creator. Then we don't do anything, and that's how it all gets revealed. Oh, that's the point we're making over here. And therefore, it's very clear. So he asks the following. He says, we could Lechaira ask the following question. The meat of Malchus is the concept of revealing Hashem in the creations. And thereby, the whole world is created. But really, the idea of Malchus depends on there being a nation. We know there's no such thing as a king without a nation. So the question you could ask is, how does the Mida of Malchus suit to Shabbos, which is like Me'en Olam and that is the revelation of the divinity that is truly permanently established and doesn't depend on people. And the whole point is we don't do anything. In other words, you can't have a king without people, but on Shabbos there's nothing done as if there's no people. 
How can you reveal the king when we're revealing there's nothing else but the king? So where are the people? And the answer is that itself is true malchus. Because the malchus that's revealed as a separate yesh, as a totally separate yesh, that's not true. The true malchus is the revelation of the creator and the creator of the aim which is in a much higher way. Okay. And more, and the, the fact that we have more bittel to that, uh, bittel of the creatures, there's much more to the re- understanding of the Shechina, and that goes to the highest place. And therefore, our bittel and our ceasing to do things that isn't Shabbos, that is to the external yeshes of that exist. But the Shechina itself is reveal, revealed. It's a, it's a higher it's a higher level. It's a success in revealing the Shechina the right way. As it clarifies, there is nothing else but the light. And that's the revelation that we need to show on Shabbos. And that's why it's called the Malchus, because the truth of the Malchus is a yesh of holiness. It's clear that there's nothing but Hashem, but the Malchus reveals itself as something that exists on itself, but it's not a Malchus that reveals the Ein Sof. Just Shabbos brings to reality this goal and reveals the truth of the kink. So, in the footnote, he realizes the challenge here. So in a footnote, he says, in other words, we could reframe the question from the other side and maybe explain it better, he says. He says, he says like this in Reish Mem, right at the bottom of page Shin Nun Zion. He says, we can ask a fundamental question. The meat of Malchus is to act and to make everything happen. So how come on Shabbos, the seventh day, which is the meat of Malchus, we do what? Exactly the opposite. Hashem rests from all his work, right? In the six days of the six days of the Midos, Hashem created the world. And every Mita comes out in in actuality through its own Malchus. Each Mita has its own. Remember, each Mita has seven levels within it. So each Mita has its own Malchus in a private way. And that's the power of Malchus that's revealed for whatever that aspect is. But on the seventh day is to reveal the essential Mita Malchus. So there should be some kind of revelation of that. To see Hashem's power. And it's the exact opposite. Because um, everything that was before and on this day, Hashem himself rests. And he answers, the creation of the world was never the goal. And the creation of the world is really not the Malchus. It's, the creation of the world is a kli. It's a utensil to reach the Malchus. But the Malchus itself is the essential revelation of Hashem in the world. And people should understand Hashem is there. Therefore, even that the essential creations happen through the power of every Mita, and they come into into action every single day of the week, but on Shabbos, when the Mita of Malchus is revealed, that there is only one king in the world, and that's Dafka by us not doing anything, since revealed that Hashem is above 
Diant, the Niskav Hashem Levado, and that itself reveals the true Malchus, because that is the real truth to reveal Hashem even in the lower world. So what's really happening is that on the one hand, the Malchus is making things happen. The king gives orders, and everything is happening world. It's a busy, busy world. And that is Malchus working the way it should be working, but the problem is nobody might know who the Melech is. So on Shabbos, we tell everybody, listen, let's just stop everything, and let's realize who the real Melech is. And the real Melech is Hashem. And it only happens when nothing is happening, because then we're saying, really, you know, we don't want to have any revolutions here, and people think that they are doing things. This is what usually happens when you have a really benevolent king, and he allows people to have a lot of <coughs> power, people may want to take the power and rebel against the king. So how do you know who the real king is? Is when he tells everybody, you're not going to do anything now. And you're going to know that it all comes from me. And that is, is the how we deal with the two sides of the coin. Because the king has really nothing of his own in, in other words, Hashem doesn't do any for himself. The white light is nothing of its own. The white light is only that which enables other lights to emerge. But on the Shabbos, when we get back to the fact and we say, you know what, we're not going to have any lights lighting up anything. And we're going to see what is the true reality. The true Malchus is this light that doesn't keep the light for itself. <laughs> and that's what the idea of Shabbos is Hashem rested. Hashem saying, you know what? Now I'm not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything. And we're going to realize that without my power, you are powerless. You cannot do anything. And that's a good reminder who the Melech is. The Melech is saying, I want you to know, without me, you'd have nothing. And everything you have is from me. But even that which I give you, it's not really mine, so to speak, because Hashem doesn't need to own anything. Okay, and that's how we see the two sides of the Malchus. Okay, that ends this section. We now go to the next essay, the next gate, which is really, I think, maybe the one that's going to be the easiest to understand. And it's called Pnimius Havodos Shel Shabbos, the inner aspect of our Avoda on Shabbos. And on page Shin Samach Aleph, he begins the essay. It's a number of chapters. Let me just uh, see. Uh, yeah, but, well, really, it's uh, two chapters. It's really good stuff. The These last essays are really very... Uh, intellectually um, pleasing, let's put it that way. So in Shin Samach Aleph, he talks about the idea, first, he the main topic is Torah on Shabbos. What, how much Torah should we learn on Shabbos and what kind of Torah should we learn on Shabbos? And we're going to see contradictory Chazal on this. So the first parak is called to search Hashem himself. The second chapter is going to be called Learning with Dveikus. Okay, these are the aspects of what's going on. So he, in the first subsection, he says, many people who serve Hashem ask the following question. We know 
the great virtue of Torah. There's no way we can evaluate how great it is. It's the main power that a Jew has to cling to Hashem. The more you learn Torah, the more you can cling to Hashem. So the question is, how is it possible on the Holy Shabbos, which is such a holy day, that Lemaisa, we learn less on Shabbos? Why? Because the davening is longer. By definition, the davening is longer. Meals are longer. And there's meals that are longer. And there's also an Indian to sleep a little more on Shabbos. So there has to be less learning. How can there be less learning on such a holy day? And therefore, some people feel they don't have such a great yearning for the Shabbos because, oh, I'm I'm being less useful. I'm being less productive because Torah is the main thing. And they feel I'm not using the Shabbos properly. That's the question. And more than that, in the second subcategory, there are conflicting chazal. On the one hand, the Gemara and Shabbos, as explained by Rashi, talks about Reb And when he saw pairs of chavrusas learning Torah on Shabbos, he would go after them and say, please go engage in Einik Shabbos and don't be Mechalel Shabbos. What a sharp statement. They're learning Torah, you're calling Achil Shabbos. So what do you see? That Reb said, don't learn so much so that you can delight in the Shabbos. And if you don't delight in the Shabbos, but you're going to learn on the Cheshbin of having less Oynik Shabbos, that's like Chilol Kovit Shabbos. Remember, Chilol Shabbos is in many ways. The most overt way is doing an activity on Shabbos. But remember, what's the whole point of the Shabbos? The whole point of Shabbos is to delight. And the Gemara is saying delight is not going to come from learning a regular day like you do on a Thursday. And by taking away the delight of Shabbos, that is an aspect of Chilol Shabbos. And obviously not one that you kill someone for. But you're missing the point of Shabbos. There's a void of what Shabbos is. So that's one hand. He says, don't learn so much. On the other hand, Yerushalmi says that Shabbos was given only for engaging in Torah study. Mean to say there's a much stronger aspect of Torah study on these days. Okay. And we also know in footnote Reish Memalf it says, the holy books say, that one hour of learning on Shabbos is like a thousand hours of learning on the weekday. So how do we understand this? Okay. And we find a very good distinction in the Psikta, one of the Midrashim, that says one rabbi says Shabbos was given for Tanuk, pleasure. Another rabbi says it's given for Talmud Torah, for learning. And the says there's no argument. The one who says that Shabbos is given for learning, that's for workers, that the whole week they're busy working and they're not learning. So on Shabbos, their main thing should be learning. And that which the other rabbi says, the main thing of Shabbos is for Tanuk, that's for the rabbis who spend the whole week learning Torah, so now you can learn a little less Torah on Shabbos. But still, we're left with the question, how is it possible that on the holy Shabbos, the choices of all the days, there's even for the Talmud Chacham, the aspect of having Oneg Shabbos that pushes away how much Torah you learn by Talmud Chacham, who are the cream of the crap. So he says, we, we, we need to explain, Amir Tzashem, 
that understanding the deeper concepts of everything will will be able to resolve these uh, feelings that that Shabbat should not be felt as something less because we're learning less Torah. Okay, so now in Gimel, he begins to unravel the mystery over here. He says the concept is there's learning, there's external learning, and the internal goal of learning. We have to understand what is your learning? You're learning facts. You're learning information, which is true. And you have to understand the facts clearly and ask many questions till you come to a, a resolute understanding of what's happening. But the main engagement of Torah is to acquire and merit to cleave to the divine light that lies in the words of Torah. As Gmarin Shabbos says on the first word of Ten Commandments, Anochi stands for Ananafshi Kasivas Yehovis. That within the Torah lies the light of Hashem. And one who learns words of Torah merits to receive in his soul the divine light that is hidden and concealed within that. And uh, we discussed this a lot in our first time we learned to say for a regular Bayam Darkecha dealing with Torah. And in footnote Reish Membez, he brings some statements from the Zohar, uh, a whole discussion. So I'm not going to read the entire Zohar, but I'll just give you, we're going to skip all the Aramaic over there. And uh, going to the end of Shin Samach Gimel, the last two paragraphs, he says, he says the fundamental principles, the stories of the Torah are holy garments of it. And the halachas of the Torah and their topics is like a body. It's like the holy body. But the main Torah is the inner neshama that's in the Torah. And what is the inner neshama? It's the light of Hashem. Okay, so we've got the garments, the body, and the inner light. So, in other words, if, if I'm just learning what it says in the Torah, okay, that's like the clothing. If I'm trying to understand the actual halacha that tells me what to do, that's like a body. But the main Torah is the light of Hashem. So therefore, the purpose of all learning is through learning of everything, we merit to receive the light of Hashem because when we're engaged with the garments, in the, the, the marshal they say is a king has many layers of clothes. If you hug all those layers of clothes, you're still hugging the king. Don't forget you're trying to hug the king, not his fancy clothes. So that's the aspect that we find. That's the inner aspect of Torah, what it's all about. And therefore, we continue on, on Shin Samach Gimel on the top. It says, and therefore, learning of Torah has an inner and outward part. A person who's engaged in Torah, and even he's working really hard and sweating hard to understand the Torah he's learning, you could mistakenly think that the whole reality of Torah is that which is written in the text. But that camper is very far from what Hashem really wants. Because Hashem gave us a Torah so we can recognize Him and know Him and be close to Him. And so within every word of Torah, with every Hiddish in Torah, there is a special light of Hashem. So every word that a person learns, he's bringing inside himself divine light and connecting to that light. And if a person lives that way, then his learning is an aspect of delight. 
Delight means connecting to the to the light. As I always keep saying, delight, the light. The light illuminates inside you, even if you don't understand everything. If you try your hardest, you know you're receiving light. And that's really what the teaching, and that's the learning of Shabbos. Because we know the Torah was given on Shabbos to learn the inner aspect, to be able to be duplicated to cling to Hashem. Because Shabbos, we already said, is the revelation of the light. And therefore, the learning of Shabbos, if it's done in a true way, that is really oneg. And it's not any kind of pain. Because even if you have to work hard, working hard can be taxing on the body. Torah can weaken a person. But if you're thinking about what the inner aspect of the Torah is, regarding the heart, it feels illuminated with the light of Torah under all circumstances. And that light is pure pleasure. Because I have merited to essentially cling to Hashem through the learning. So you have to understand that that's what real learning is about. The question is, do we merit real learning like that? Do we get up from a, a, a class say, wow, I really felt that I was touched by Hashem and I'm holding on to Hashem. You have to feel that every time you're learning. That's a hard thing. And there we're on page Shin Samach Dalet in the fourth section. He says, if a Jew learns this way, Torah, looking for the inner aspect of it, and he's searching for the light of Hashem in the Torah, and all his desire in learning Torah is to connect to Hashem, so that is a Jew who is searching for Hashem, and that Jew has the taste of Oinek Shabbos, even in his learning, because he's finding the divine light, even in the Gashmias, so to speak. Okay, in other words, if I can find the light of Torah and I can feel anointing with Hashem in Torah, then I can find the light of Hashem in anything. I can find the light of Hashem in a piece of fish. Because a piece of fish is also the reality of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. If you are, if your um, antenna are sensitive enough to know when I'm learning didactic Talmud is really just another way of really uncovering and revealing the light of Hashem, so what's the difference if I'm eating a piece of fish and I'm uh, I'm uh, uncovering the light of Hashem in that? You could do it under all circumstances. And since you're looking for Hashem and you're looking for that light, so that he's happy to reveal it wherever he finds it. Doesn't matter where you find Hashem, the whole point is clinging to Hashem. If I can cling to Hashem through a Gomorrah, fine. If I can cling to Hashem through a piece of fish, it's also fine. It's all meant to feel that connection. Hashem, Hashem's light can be manifest in many different colors. And that's where Abzer says, don't desecrate the Shabbos by learning the Chavrusas. What does he mean? He says, if you're going to minimize the Oneg, whereas if there's no revealing of that Oneg on Shabbos, then you're not going to feel that Oneg when you're eating food on Shabbos too. And then you're making Shabbos like a weekday, as if Hashem is concealed. In other words, I guess he saw the guys learning Torah, and they were learning Torah without any oneg. They oh, were learning exactly the same way during the week. And I didn't feel any pleasure in it, so it's like your machal the Shabbos. Go to other aspects that provide oneg. But truly, that is the virtue of Shabbos, where Hashem's essence is revealed, to know there's nothing but Hashem. We have an obligation to delight in the Shabbos, even in the Gashmias, the physical realm, and reveal the light of Hashem, even in physical aspects, because that shows Hashem's true unity in the world. 
and the but that will but only somebody who tries all six days of the week to find Hashem and his learning is to connect Hashem, he is called Rabbanan. See, Rabbanan, the rabbis learn less on Shabbos. Why? Because they're trying to connect Hashem all week long. And they primarily do it through learning, but they understand I can get it through other areas as well. Unbelievable. So what, let me let me recap again. So there's no contradiction here. It's very clear. Someone who's called Rabbanan is a person who looks for Hashem all the time and he finds Hashem in everything. And since he's going to spend his most of his day learning, in the learning, he finds Hashem in the learning. So now he learned a lot. So Hashem says, that's wonderful and you're amazing. But on Shabbos, I want you to find other places to find the pleasure in Hashem. The more places you find Hashem, the more the unity is there. If you're only going to find Hashem when you're learning Torah, but not when you're eating, you're missing the unity of Hashem by eating. It's got to be unity. Everything, all points, point to God. Not just staying in the base fresh learning, which is beautiful. But even when you're eating a meal at the home with your kids and schmoozing with your kids, that also is supposed to be totally connecting to Hashem. And that's where the rabbis don't have to learn so much. You've learned plenty. Let, let's, let's expand your horizon of Focusing to Hashem in prayers, longer prayers, and physical attributes as well. That's the person who's really on board. That's one type of person. Now in Hay, he talks about the other type of person. What if a person does not search for the light and the pleasure in Torah? He's learning Torah without the light. He's not looking for Hashem. He doesn't eat with holiness. He's not looking for the light all six days of the week. And therefore, such a guy like that, but he's learning. He learns like the other guy who's learning a lot, but he's not learning to cling to Hashem. So you have one fellow who's learning, and the main goal is I should feel Hashem through the learning. The other guy's learning says, I'm just learning. It's interesting learning. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard, but I don't feel Hashem. So now on Shabbos, if he's told to learn less, he's going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not filling my quota. But he's missing the whole point. They have not merited to bring the inner aspect of learning, they're not looking for Hashem. They're looking for their own success in learning and their own satisfaction. So therefore, they're not going to like the light of Shabbos, the meals and the Einik Shabbos, all that is taking away because they're not looking for God. So if your person learns a lot and say, oh, yeah, I'm wasting so much time from learning, well, you're missing a lot. So therefore, that's what there's, and therefore, your soul does not receive that light of Hashem that's revealed on Shabbos. And you rather would have just what you get from learning. So therefore, a person who learns Shalom Lishma and is only searching to fulfill his own quotas or to get more reward in Olam Haba or to be honored with his Torah, he's called like we call a worker, a poel. And Chazal say a worker needs to learn. That's what Gemara said. Remember the other opinion was workers have to learn more. Rabbis learn less. Workers learn more. What do you mean workers? It doesn't mean a worker who spends the whole day working and not learning. We're not talking about the simple meaning was if you learn the whole week, you don't got to learn so much on Shabbos. If you don't learn the whole week, you got to learn more on Shabbos. That's not what he's saying. He's saying Rabbanan are the guys who find Hashem in everything and the rabbis are going to find Hashem in their learning and they're spending most time learning as they should. 
So if you if you're a rabbanan and you find Hashem in learning and you find it everywhere, it doesn't bother you to go and eat a meal because that's even greater because you're finding more unity in every dif- dis- di- a different area of this world. But a person is a worker. What's being a worker? Not a worker, mamish a worker, although that's pashup shot. Means you're learning Torah, but as a worker, what's the worker want? The worker doesn't want to be close to the boss. He wants to check. If you're a person who learns Torah all day long, but it's only for the reward and not for Hashem, you're a worker. So if you're a worker, you should learn more because you know why? You're not going to enjoy the Shabbos because you're not even close to what Shabbos is giving. Okay? And you got to work harder to, to try to get to the point of learning Torah Lishma. Unbelievable. And therefore, in conclusion, he says, so let me give you the general rule. A Jew who learns Shalom Lishma, and he has no taste of Hashem when he learns, he will not be satisfied with, um, with the light of Shabbos. Only learning will fill him. Okay, but those who are servants of Hashem and their hearts are awake and sensitive to Hashem and they arouse in their learning the idea of Kirvas Elohim Litov, this is bringing me close to Hashem, and I'm learning to reveal and find the light of Hashem and to connect to that light more and more and more. A Jew like that is very happy with the Onik Shabbos and it's good for him because the Shabbos reveals not just with learning Torah but with any other aspect in the world the search and finding of Hashem. So that's also very good. Now, of course, even this scholar should not weaken in his diligence in Torah, even on Shabbos. Even a Talmud Chacham has to learn. And a guy who's learning everything right, you still have to learn on Shabbos because that is our lifeblood. And that's the main dveikas to Hashem. And all the days you connect with Hashem uh, with, through Torah. Certainly on Shabbos, you should connect through Torah. But you also are able to connect with physical pleasures and with songs and praises and a longer davening. Because if you're looking looking for Hashem, you want Hashem to be revealed in every different way possible. And therefore, it's uh, he says, Davka, through the person who has Einig Shabbos and he absorbs the light, he has the ability to really absorb the light of Torah even with more dvekas. And that's when it means the Torah is a thousand times more on Shabbos. That even though he's learning, maybe less, but the learning is more. So this is the test. If a person believes and honors the Shabbos in the simple way through Dvekis, he's looking for Hashem and he's fulfilling his words in a simple way and the light shines and he merits all the bracha in his learning. But as Chas Vishalmi makes his Shabbos like a weekday and doesn't feel the taste of Shabbos, that will come that the Torah is not to cleave to Hashem, and therefore he is not searching for Hashem either. So clearly the last point in Zion, he says, very important to emphasize. Even though there's a great virtue in having oneg from the physical pleasures of Shabbos, but again, the main part of Shabbos is the spiritual avodah, because Shabbos is a spiritual day where the light of Hashem is, is revealed in its most awesome way, and that's how you get clarity in Tveikas Hashem, because Shabbos is a day where the light is revealed and we enter into a true world, a world that only is the light of Hashem, and that yearning to be incorporated and to cling to Hashem 
And there was Shabbos. We have to engage on the spiritual realm. And that's the main aspect of Shabbos. And especially to, to, to accentuate on the importance of the tefillahs of Shabbos. Because that's the main avodas in a Shabbos of a of the vote of Hashem and clinging to Hashem is during tefillah when you reveal your soul and we can really find the light of Hashem and that's even during the weekday should happen that davening should be uh, important, most important but Shabbos for sure and to increase a lot of learning because you have to look for Hashem and that's rather it's the own egg of physical or spiritual and that's true tranquility so therefore, if you're the big tzaddik and you learn so much on Shabbos, you still will learn, but you don't have to learn as much because you're clinging to Hashem in multiple ways. It's like a big variety. You get you get dveikus from learning, dveikus from davening, dveikus from eating, dveikus from being with your kids, schmoozing with friends and feeling how you love them because they're children of Hashem. That's the perfect world. But if you're only looking at it as I'm just doing my job, well, I guess just keep doing your job. And maybe one day you'll be zaycha to that light. Okay. Stop it over there.